I want you to recognize that your truth is your truth. Your story is your story. And even if you can't sit in the space of being vulnerable, I'll be vulnerable for you. No parent is perfect. We aren't either. (laughs) And the honesty is that we can choose to hold all of those things against them or we can choose to forgive. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back. If you are new to the channel, my name is Lisa Marie and I am the host of Season Dialogue. Yes, I am. And if you are new, I need you to do three things for me. Number one, if you resonate with this video, if you like what you heard, if this was something that just hit your soul, give me a thumbs up. Number two, I invite you to watch some more videos and then decide if you want to subscribe. Now, when you do the first two, I want you to do number three, which is tell a friend to tell a friend to pull up, okay? So they can be a part of the season dialogue family. Without further ado, we're going to go into this episode and the title is Unhealed Parent, Unhealed Child. We are going to hit a lot of viewpoints and I want you to think about some perspectives as well as I speak. And then on the end of that, I'm going to jar some questions to make you think as well. We're going to have some reflection of the people who showed up as parents in our lives and if you are a parent or will become a parent reflect on how and who you are okay so sometimes the way in which we look at parents we feel that they are well equipped with the notion of being parents some parents are just truly toxic the way in which they show up they did not have the skills to understand and develop what parenting really means there were some absent parents mothers and fathers there were some parents who chose activities above their children drugs partying the list goes on there are also some parents who didn't like to hear what it was that children said to them in speaking their truth about the way in which they showed up maybe they were being unfair maybe they were being callous maybe they just weren't being a good parent I want to bring you to something that I feel is very important when I speak on parenting you do understand that your parent their parent anyone's parent is still a person And if we look at it on the outside, no matter what age they were, what position they possessed, many people don't have the tools to just operate as people, diligent next to other people. So in those terms, you would understand why maybe your parent didn't operate as a great parent. On the other end of that, the unhealed traumas that our parents went through Let me stop there. This is not an excuse. I'm just going to run through the things in which I know to be true. Okay. I just want you to consider this for a minute. I'll go back. (laughs) Many of the things that our parents went through, circumstances, triggers, traumas in their childhood, even in their development, stopped a certain level of understanding, which held them to this belief that Maybe they didn't have to act outside of what they didn't know. I'll explain that. For a mother or a father who was raped or molested in their childhood, some level of understanding, some knowledge, some hurt was compounded into that area of rape or molestation. 
there was a moment in which they lost themselves because listen, anybody who has experienced rape or molestation, there's something being taken from you that you didn't give. There's a stifling in the way the brain operates, the activities. There's something that the person feels. There is some form of hurt, some form of pity. There is a dying that happens inside. And if people don't deal with the issues in which they've encountered, they'll always bring it into the newness of a situation. Thus, in this way, operating as a parent to a child. I remember talking to a young lady, this was recent, blew my mind, right? Who experienced molestation as a child. She went on to say that not only was she molested, but two of her sisters were molested. Her mother worked late at night and her stepfather watched over them. When their mother would call and check on them, they would tell their mother, so-and-so is doing so-and-so and it's inappropriate. The mother would say, it's all right, it's, it's, it's okay, it's not happening. This young lady shared with me that years later, her sisters began to show up and act in certain ways where her mother became confused. There was a separation of the way in which they felt about this stepdad. She was the one who, brung it up to her mother and said, listen, these are the things that happened. Her mother then made it to be their fault. This young woman had to sit with the understanding that her mother did not have the capacity to look after them, even in the midst of them being children and telling their mother, our stepdad is doing some things that's inappropriate. He is looking at us inappropriately. He is touching us inappropriately until he did the things that he did. She also told me that she was very upset with her mother reasonably, right? She opened up to something that was hurtful for her and she had this resistance towards her mother because her mother didn't protect her nor her sisters. She recognized in her sisters that number one, one of her sisters was not well equipped to be a parent to her children. She was going through some issues and very dismissive of the children that she had. She was using drugs and alcohol to drown the pain away. Another one of her sisters didn't come to terms with what was going on. She couldn't keep a job. She couldn't keep relationships. And then this is the person sharing the story with me. She finally came to tell her mother what was going on because she went through a journey of healing for herself. She resided in the space of understanding that this molestation showed up as well in her parenting and her relationships. But for her, she was more open and receptive to look at the signs because she was affected by the molestation. When she talked to her mother, her mother still denied that any of these things were going on. She spoke to me and told me that even with her mother denying, which she knew that maybe there was not going to be a change, but she hoped for a change in the way in which her mother would show up because the stepfather and the mother was long, no longer together. She left it alone. She said the more and more she started to think on this situation and her mother's dismissive actions and not coming to terms with the fact that a man grossly put their hands on little girls and did things. 
She wondered if her mother was affected by a trauma, which made her dismissive of the actions of a man, even by vocally telling her mother, we've been touched. Months later, she had another conversation with her mother and she asked her mother flat out, were you molested or abused? Her mother said, no, nothing ever happened to me. She left it alone. She shared with me that weeks later, she got a phone call from her mother and she said, I do want to talk to you. Her mother opened up to her and said that when she was little, she was molested by an uncle. Why am I sharing this story? Because I want you to understand that adults that operate in trauma and become parents hide and tuck these things away. And sometimes they can be dismissive in the same actions in which they've felt, they've seen, they've heard that has affected them. And some turn into parents who are very protective and open and seeing what is happening. The reason why I share that story in depth also is to help you to understand that trauma can stifle the way in which we see situations. The way in which our brains operate We would think that when there is an alarm that goes off and it's something that we have seen before. In the case of this mother, she knew when she was being touched and fondled and eventually molested, she knew the signs. She knew the way in which it felt when her uncle was looking at her. But because she was dismissive and not residing and recognizing and resonating with her trauma, She chose to ignore it because she loved a man and wanted to keep a man before her children. Now, that sounds bad, but that is the reality of what a lot of women go through. I also want to talk about toxic parenting and the way in which they are dismissive towards children and the way they show up. Many children have seen their parents say and do things that are unbelievable, that hurts their feelings. And when they come to their parents with what it is that hurt them, their parents are dismissive in the things that they do. Making a child feel as if they can never come to their parents about anything. They put a wall up. It's, you know, the parenting of you do as I say and you have no feelings beyond that. What happens is, of course, that unhealed parent who was taught that way by their parent and was shown up in a certain way by their parent is passing the torch to their children. And sometimes children pass the torch to their children. But there are also people who break generational curses and decide that I don't want to be in the space in which my parents taught me because the way that it felt felt as if I was empty inside. We do understand that the trauma is generational. The way in which we teach our children, the way in which our parents looked at us has a profound effect on the way in which they raise us. This dismissive attitude and upbringing that they give us is a feeling of being a staunch and stern parent not recognizing that they are dismissing children altogether, the unhealed part of the parent who was taught by their parents that their feelings don't matter from the words and the actions that they give is passed on to children who are unhealed and feel that in situations with friends, 
and lovers that they don't have enough voice to say how it is that people make them feel. (laughs) For parents who are unhealed, who resorted to drugs and alcohol, dowsing themselves and consuming things that takes the pain away, drowning in their misery because they have not healed the parts that has broken them, presents these things to their children. And on the subject of parents who have been unhealed from trauma that has been presented in their childhood and their early adulthood who choose drugs and alcohol to consume the hurt and the pain They often abandon those children physically and mentally. It is hurtful for a child to see their parents passed out on the couch or not coming home at night because the consumption of alcohol and drugs has taken over their mind and they often have to raise themselves. And so then again, we pass on the generational trauma again with a lack of understanding of how to be parented so you get the understanding that when something or someone is unhealed and they are not able to be still in that presence of what traumatized them and hurt them heal the parts of them before they have children they'll continue to give way in their actions in producing children that are unhealed as well. I want to say this, and I said this in the beginning, but now I want to make it very, very clear. There is an understanding that our parents are people. Many of us, if we can count back in age and understanding what age our parents were when they had us, that many weren't equipped mature-wise to raise us. Many weren't equipped because of the things that they dealt with in adulthood. I'll ask you this question, if it were you, and I'm not taken away from the situation because listen, when it hurts, it hurts. But if it were you and you were dealing with what you understand your parents dealt with, how would you deal? Were your parents given the resources? And if they weren't, how would you deal? Many times we have to forgive what was done because what was done was from a place of unhealed placement. And when you don't have the knowledge and the resources and the maturity, when you don't have the understanding and the capacity, there is no space to do different. The way they showed up is the way that they showed up and you can't change it. There are two avenues to go through. You can either keep beating up your parents in the way in which they showed up for you. You can. Or you can choose to forgive and understand that they operated again in a place of not knowing. And many of us say, well, they knew. They knew what they did to me. They knew how it hurt. They knew all of these things. And with some knowledge, With a little bit of knowledge, they did. But many parents will show you that within themselves, they are unable to take responsibility 
for their own actions. And when a person isn't able to show that they can't take accountability for the things that they've done, you can't pounce upon or make it be any different. You have to leave it as what it is and choose to forgive. One of the most important things that I took from that conversation with her was the recognition that because she healed, she was equipped with understanding that she could never change her mother's mind and she could never give anything to her mother unless her mother did the work for herself because one of the things that she identified was that her mother was still in a loop. We can't help those who don't want to be helped, i.e. our parents or those who represented themselves like parents in our lives. All we can do is choose to heal for ourselves and move forward. And sometimes moving forward means I love you in the space that I have for you here. But maybe in the presence, I can't readily reconcile with you right now. It's going to take me a moment, but I forgive the actions in which you've done to me because I recognize that you did not have the capacity to honor me as a child. I want to give you some points of reflection. If this episode resonates with you, I want you to tell me something. Tell me number one, have you recognized that your parents were not equipped with the management and the maturity and the understanding of being good parents based on the things that they were dealing with in their life? And when was that aha moment for you? You can also answer the question if you're still stuck in the process of just not all the way forgiving your parents for how they showed up for you and how it has affected your life. And number three, if you are a parent, are you finding that you are repeating the cycle or are you breaking generational curses? It is very important that we have these kind of conversations because these are the things that we don't say out loud. And for many of us who have had toxic parents or people who represented themselves like parents, guardians, we don't want to put them out there to make them the enemy or a bad person. But I want you to recognize that your truth is your truth. Your story is your story. And even if you can't sit in the space of being vulnerable, I'll be vulnerable for you. No parent is perfect. We aren't either. <laughs> and the honesty is that we can choose to hold all of those things against them or we can choose to forgive and understand that we didn't have the capacity or the understanding as children to even understand what they were going through. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for staying to the end. You can honor your feelings. You can honor your experience. But on the other side of that, there is a perspective of understanding that sometimes our parents are unhealed and they have not yet healed, which shows up in ways that we have felt in our childhood. All right. Bye-bye.